This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. Some cars are comfy on the inside but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. We'll get back to your music shortly, but first, did you know that prescription prices are different at different pharmacies? You could literally drive across the street and get a different price. That's crazy. But with GoodRx, you can instantly compare prices at every pharmacy in your neighborhood and save up to 80%. You're probably thinking there's a catch, right? Nope. It's 100% free and can save you money whether you have insurance or not. In fact, it can often beat your copay. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Is your insurance company forcing you to go back to work when your doctors say you can't? If this sounds familiar, look no further than my law firm. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, William Lou. I'm joined on the line by a side to slander the Boston Celtics who got dropped by a score of 113 to 101 on Friday night. What's up, man? These guys are frauds. Yo, frauds. <laughs> frauds. <laughs> Heavy uh, favorites. Heavy favorites, uh, boy. Man, I, can't, I can't believe they talked this into uh, American Jonas Jarebko as the uh, the difference maker for the Boston Celtics to go over the top this year, man. Oh, man. played so much offensive mm. talent, bro. Oh, mm. no. Mm. Kyrie Irving, 21 points on 10 of 20 shoot. You know, honestly, that's an elite shot creator right there. It, not many players can create 21 points on 20 shots, not take a single free throw. <laughs> oh, the goat, yeah. The oh, goat. man. Yo, but his jumpers look nice, though. Yeah, man. That's what's most important is that the jumpers look nice. It's the same thing with Jason Tatum, right? Yeah. Ne- never mind the fact that he's basically Tobias Harris that, that doesn't look like J. Cole. But Jason yes. Tatum, Jason Tatum is a oh. great player, dog. <laughs> Shout out to Jason Tatum, bro. Uh, another Kobe wannabe, just like Demar. <laughs> uh, speaking of Demar, bro, he must be rolling over in his grave right now, man. Kawhi Leonard. Oh my God, Kawhi! Oh, Jesus. Woo! Yo, the crazy thing is, like, you look at the stat line, you're like, yo, why did he shoot ten of twenty five? It's because of the first, like. To start the game, he was like two of nine, and he was like real, like you know, a little bit he rusty. Shot ten of twenty-five. I didn't even look at the final. I know that's game. the thing because the rest of the game it was like holy shit. That third quarter, man, comes out. I mean, it's a close game all throughout. I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, whatever. It, it Celtics took the lead early. Raptors offense couldn't get going. Second quarter, third quarter was really fun. It was a real barn burner in the third quarter. I think like, like about four minutes shots. left in the second quarter. From then on, the Raptors offense Yo. started figuring things out, and then it was over. Yeah, Kawhi basically figured out like okay. They're going to come double me from here, and uh, I'm going to have cutters open. I'm going to have whoever open. My phone is going to be on. That's cool. 
I'm definitely a pro at podcasting. Um, but um, yeah, and then like I don't know. Eventually, the Celtics are just like didn't double him to start the third quarter, and like he was uh, he had 15 points in the third quarter. Like he was dominating whoever was coming up. Like first play uh, of the of the half, you know, he he like drives right by Jalen Brown, dunks it. Um, and then starts schooling like uh, Marcus Morris in the post with that little jumper of his. I mean, and they ran, man. they ran the they, the one thing they ran was that they just went at Kyrie and the Kyle Kawhi yeah. pick and roll. Yeah, like they did run a little quick switch. They get the switch and then let Kawhi go to work. Yeah, and oh my god, the start to that third quarter was man. just like Kawhi scoring and making it look like literally sleepwalking. Yeah, and then the Celtics actually had nobody to guard him. Like. I thought Jalen Brown actually did a good job on him in the first half. Jalen Brown did nothing against him. It was Marcus uh, Marcus Morris started the second half because the Celtics are doing this weird thing where they're bringing Hayward off the bench in the second half like he's Markel Fultz. Um, and, yeah, I mean, like, shit, Hayward couldn't do anything, man. Tatum couldn't do anything. Kyrie got a couple of possessions on Leonard, fouled him a couple of times, started talking trash. I like that Kawhi was actually pretty engaged, like, in terms of trash talking, in terms of just, like, it was pretty. Uh, it, it was pretty emotive from him. Like even towards the end of the game, there was like a, a play he drove to the rim. He kind of got fouled. No call. Surge actually got the putback. We'll talk about Surge quite a bit in this yeah. pod. But uh, yeah, Kawhi's like talking to the refs and then like talking to Kyrie. And I don't know, man. It was just man. Imagine having. By the way, the fact that Kawhi Leonard could hit an open three in the fourth quarter. <laughs> just I was just so satisfied. I'm just like, oh, he's wide open. I trust him to hit this three, and he did. Oh. All right, before we get a little bit too carried away, mm. uh, so, like, from the start of the game, mm. so Kawhi starts out rusty, yeah. but, I like, well, actually, from the first play of the game, you notice, like, first play of the game, they try a pass to Jalen Brown, and Kawhi just... Oh, yeah, snatched it. Shoots, shoots the passing lane, gone. Mm. And every single person, every time the Celtics uh, gave the ball to Kawhi's guy in mm-hmm. that first half, you could, you could hear on the microphones, actually, they're picking up, yeah. Celtic players but, but, uh, butts clenching mm, and yeah. tightening up. Their sphincters clenched mm. because they literally could not do anything. Kawhi was that terrifying an yep. on-ball defender. And he was disrupting so much defensively mm-hmm. where even though he had didn't have, I don't even think he had a point in the first quarter, to be honest. Yeah, he like, was real cold. Yeah, he went 0-4, right? But he maybe made up five to eight points just defensively in that yep. first half quarter. Man. And like... That was one where it's like, holy crap, that's Kawhi Leonard, not someone else. Like, that's crazy mm-hmm. that you have that. And then in once he started getting things going, he started figuring out the Celtics' yeah, uh, yeah. defense, how they're playing him. He really did score the same way that kind of DeMar did, just that there were some noted differences. I so mean, DeMar would do the same stuff where you get in that mid-post and you right. would just go to work on these smaller um, Celtics guards and wings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big difference, though, is just how much stronger Kawhi is. Yeah, and he's bigger. So, He's like, like, just so, flat out There bigger. was one play. So after they ran that two or three times, start the third, the fourth time, this might have been the fourth, actually. It might have been third. I don't remember. Mm. Um, they fronted him. Yeah. I think Fred Van Vliet or Lowry tossed the pass over the front. Yeah. And he catches it, and he's basically on the bottom of the block, like yeah. under the basket. And he's got Hayward on him. Mm-hmm. And there's like 20 seconds, maybe eight, whatever. There's like 16 seconds left on the clock. And he just stops. Yeah. Like, because he's that strong that when he's down low there, even if the guy's on him, he doesn't. There's no pressure felt because he can. He has so strong that he can take as much time as he wants. There's so much patience. Mm-hmm. So he patiently gets his position on the block, st- stopped his dribble, and then saw what was going on. 
did his little move, small little turnaround. Yeah, it's like an eight foot like, jumper. And it's oh. like, man, like that's the biggest difference where it's just like at those same spots where, you know, like mm-hmm. in the past, Raptors guards would get kind of pushed off because they weren't strong enough. Yep. Now it's like Kawhi takes his time, pushes right through the guy like he's nothing. Like in the first quarter, he had a layup where he drove. Yeah. And, and he just pushed Hayward out of the way. Yeah. He it, just pushed through and finished the layup because it was just like, you're not moving me. I'm too strong. Yeah. And that was nuts. Yeah, I mean that's a good that's a great point, right? Like if you like want to contrast with Demar, which like you know it's like the, the comparison is obvious, but like um, Demar when he gets in the mid range, like he kind of stops and then he would like pump fake a couple times and then do this and that and then try to fade because he's not big. He's he really isn't big. Whereas Kawhi's like a legit six eight. Honestly, he he's just bigger than most of these wings. Like the Celtics have a lot of big wings. He's bigger than those guys. And then you add in the fact that he has like a seven foot four wingspan. Like just like he has, like, to put that in comparison. That is, like, longer arms than JV. So, like, the release point on the shot is so high for him. Like, no one really contests. So, he just goes straight up and down, regardless of who's in front of him. Um, he was great. And then him going to the basket as well, the nine free throws. I mean, we've consistently seen Kawhi be able to, you know, generate um, just, like, foul calls and stuff like that. I mean, he's just... And he got bumped a lot. Like, I thought he, he got bumped much more than that. He did. Which is another point where it was, like, looked like... It's like in like in the playoffs, you're not going to get calls, but no. this guy's so strong that he can play through the call and get the bucket. Mm. So that. it's like, man, oh my god! Uh, not man. Kawhi was like he, he got MVP chance at the end. He deserved it. Um, I thought when he got like MVP chance like the first quarter against the Cavs, I was like, this is a bit thirsty. And he looked like but maybe like seventy five percent of Kawhi. This like, is the thing. Like, yeah, if you didn't have like, that cold start, he's not start- even finishing that well. Yeah, <laughs> he's not finishing at the rim well yet. That's the only thing I'm a little bit concerned about right now is like he can't really like explode or go like up and around or through a big man at the rim right now. So mostly right now when he's scoring, he's mostly going one on one against wings, but like. I think that's that stuff will come right now. Yeah, um, that, and then also it seems like he's uh, taking like two or three more dribbles than he needs to to size up his defenders. Yeah, that's true. Um, which is just a rhythm thing, more or less. Yeah. But yeah, so that's more or less on Kawhi. I think that yeah. sums up. He's, he's so now. good. So goddamn good. Another guy that was shockingly good today, Serge Ibaka. <laughs> Shout out Mafuzi Chef, man. Coming Serge through with. Ibaka. 21 points, 10, yeah! 10 of 14 shooting with a three, and uh, only six rebounds. That's that, that, We can talk about the rebounds in a second, but just the fact that he was able to score 21 points on 14 shots, like uh, a lot of mid-range jumpers, um, but even getting into the paint and finishing and like some little hook shots and stuff like that, I thought Serge was great. Um, and also just defensively. I, it's weird because like, I see Horford's stat line. He had 14 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. But, like, honestly, I didn't really feel like Horford was that big of a concern. Like, like anytime Ibaka was in the game, which was 34 minutes tonight, and he got the start, um, the Raptors' defense was so solid. Like, the Raptors, like, defensively, I just thought they played a great game overall. Like, the Celtics yeah, shot like after, 40%. After, like, the first quarter, the first quarter and a half, yeah, the defense kind of settled in. Because then, like, in the first quarter and a half, it, was, it looked pretty bad. Where it was, like, the, like I mean, every single time the, mm-hmm. like, Horford was finding himself open. It'd be a late closeout, and they'd be able to just like attack in the scramble. Mm. But they tightened that up, especially in the second half. They entirely tightened yeah. that up, and the big man just wasn't getting free anymore. Yep. But man, that was a defensive showing. At least yep. in like the second half on it was great. Yeah, by the team as a whole, man. I mean, like just the fact. I mean, look, Ibaka is not going to score twenty-one points on fourteen shots. Like, 
pretty much again for the rest of the season. But uh, I like that, you know, he does have a, he is going for the offensive glass more this year. And uh, yep. we saw it in the Cavs game. I think he had like four in that one as well. Four today. Defensively, the Raptors just um, did not do a good job rebounding. And that was kind of the main reason the Celtics kind of hung around in the third quarter because Kawhi was going off. And the only reason the Celtics were actually staying close was because they kept shooting these long jumpers, getting long rebounds. Yeah, I think there was a crazy stat at one point in like the third quarter. It was like the Celtics had rebounded seven of their 13 missed threes. Yeah. And it was like, what the hell? That's like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it was like a lot of them were like, yeah, you could say it's poor defensive rebounding, but it's mm-hmm. also like they were long rebounds and yeah. they were just pinging and like, like was, at least two or three of them were just like out of the reach of Danny Green, out of the reach of yeah. Kawhi Leonard. And it's like, okay, that's just like. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you have Marcus Smart taking shots, you know, like the rebounds yeah. can go anywhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Ibaka was great. I thought, uh, yeah, if you want to get the first star, it's definitely Kawhi. Second star, um, Ibaka. And then third star, you got to give it to between Kyle and Danny Green, which is tough because I thought. Kyle was getting roasted a little bit on defense, but then in the fourth quarter, he single-handedly draws three offensive fouls. Like, who does that? Two charges, and I, I think Marcus Morris, like, got him with an elbow or something, and the, and the refs caught it. Well, um, Kyle, was, Kyle was great. I think Kyle paced himself in the first half. Like, yeah, he saw the shot wasn't 100%. Like, the, the pull-up wasn't dropping. Mm. So he paced himself, let the game kind of flow. Yeah. And then he basically used himself as a decoy for the entire second and third quarter that he did play. Like mm-hmm. the like especially in third quarter with Kawhi, he basically just used himself yeah. as a bait to get the switch and yeah. then play on Kawhi's side to get into space. And that was great. And then the fourth quarter when he had to turn it on, he just man hit the jets and went. Like Dude, we saw oh. we saw Kyle continue to drive today, mm-hmm. which was impressive because he drew, I think, two fouls on drives, which yeah. is great. Uh, um, like uh, pretty brave drives too, because he got fouled yeah. pretty hard both times. Yeah, one of them he like uh, he, he he cocked it back. Like one of yeah. the it was a cock back layup, and I think Kyrie got him from behind. Dude, man, I was trying to pull out the jelly fam. <laughs> jelly fam. Uh, but uh, yo, but um, I thought I thought honestly like the the Kyle Kyrie matchup is so interesting because I feel like Kyrie can kind of score on him one on one, but like Kyle can also kind of go out Kyrie, and it's just like if like Kyle's going around the screen or whatever Kyrie just doesn't want to do it like there's a big three in the fourth quarter where the Raptors had like a 10-0 run to basically crack this game and go go home with it um where Kyle came around the screen um this is after taking a, a charge or whatever I think on Jason Tatum but he just came around a curl and like Kyrie just wasn't there and so Kyle's like all right cool I'll just hit this three and then him drilling a step back um Kyle's very deserving for the third start but the, so is Danny Green man Danny Green has been really impressive I mean 14 points today, 5 of 8 shooting, 4 of 7 from deep, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, a block, plus 25 in 32 minutes. Um, plus 25? God yeah, damn. Yeah, game high, game high. The thing, the thing with Danny Green is, like, he's just, he's given the Raptors an ability to close games without two point guards on the floor. Yeah. So we don't have to go with Fred Van Vliet playing an entire 12 minutes in the fourth quarter and then trying to get by despite being, like, five foot eleven. Right, I mean, I love Fred. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like it's not ideal. Now you have Danny Green, so you actually have a guy who can shoot threes, but can also just be six foot seven, defend, get some rebounds. Um, you know, like he was on Danny Green was phenomenal. That that chase down block, like it's a good good reminder, like a double chase down block. Kawhi and Danny Green both at the same time, I think, blocked Tatum. I don't know why Tatum was trying to go one on five. That was stupid. Um, but like 
you know, just I thought Danny Green well, we was thought, so clutch today, man. And that, that little corner three Green as well. Did, yeah, he had a, no. Well, the corner threes were nice. Like the three, you understand is part of his game. But he yeah. had, I think, two two drive buckets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which are really nice. like a and floater. Was like, I was like, what? Yeah, like one of them was like a bailout drive where yeah, he got yeah. into a floater, which was like, oh, nice. So like Danny Green being able to give you that's great. Also, one of the things that Danny Green allows for with the Raptors is now they basically have a duplication of their three point, like their uh, three point specialist, right? Yep. And the benefit there is if one of them's off, you have a good chance the other one's on, right? Yeah. You got two 40 point shooters on the court. Yep. Right? There's a chance one of them's going to be going. Mm-hmm. So, like in the these two games you've seen, CJ wasn't really going. Yeah. You get Danny out there and he's wet. Uh-huh. In other games where Danny's not going as well, you can get CJ out there and maybe he's hot that day. Mm-hmm. And that creates, like, it creates. Uh, like it gives you a solid spot where you have this one three point weapon always. Yep. Yeah, man. But man, it was disgusting. <laughs> Chase down block was hilarious, man. Like <laughs> it's like having two Lebrons, just like bam. <laughs> like, dude. Uh, what a great game, man. What a great game. Let's not talk. Any, I mean, um, I thought OG was also pretty decent, but uh, CJ completely invisible. Norm. Honestly, I didn't think Norm was that bad until I looked at the stat line. One for five with two points. Jesus Christ. Yeah, outside of that one jumper that he hit, that was yeah. literally his last positive play. Norm was that that was oh, the biggest I think God. takeaway is like in both these games has been like that bench unit with mm-hmm. if Siakam's starting. Yeah. That bench it's unit tough. is really tough because Fred's the only one who can create yeah. off the dribble. What's and the, you they, and they, you and and with the bench unit, you really want to use Fred also for his spacing because yeah, he's yeah. such a deadly three point shooter. Yeah. So if he has to be on ball the whole time, it really makes it. It's like you run this yeah. pick and roll game, but you have a two guys sagging in. It kind of kills whatever Fred can do. So that drive doesn't open up. Yeah. So and this like, is where it's kind of like either you need Norm to be better as an on ball creator, which mm, okay, nah. <laughs> or you got to get nah. Delon back at some point. <laughs> yeah. No, they they need Delon. They need Delon for sure. Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel bad a little bit for Fred because, like, he's had to do so much shot creation. Um, like, him taking so many pull-up threes is not really, like, fully in his game. Like, he will take a couple of them, but, like, for him to take seven threes today was, was a bit much. And then him going to the rim so hard, I think it's just kind of exhausting him a little bit because, like, yeah, like you mentioned, man, no one else on this team can really generate shots. They're also not running, like, very crisp, like, screen action. So, like, CJ Miles is not getting open very much, so he's... T- Despite the fact that he's getting shots up, those are all bad shots. He's not also, actually getting open. The other thing that's really hurting Fred, and it's hurting the most of the teams, they haven't been doing as much in transition. Yeah, because that's true. that ke- the chemistry is not there at all. Like no, the encore chemistry is not not there at all. Right. Like we saw multiple times in this game where Kawhi got the ball on the wing, and a lot of it has to do with when Kawhi has the ball. Guys mm-hmm. don't know how to play off him yet. Yeah. Because we saw Siakam cut into the same spot that Kawhi's driving to because yep. they mistimed it. You see uh, Ibaka dropping into the dunker spot, and then Kawhi wanting to drive to that spot because he's trying to go from one side of the wing to the other block. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh well, now you're doubling up. Uh, and then uh, that happened with Fred a lot. Fred, uh, one thing I saw that was a bit of a point of emphasis was um, I see the point guards rebounding a lot more, at least in preseason and so far. Mm. So Fred grabs a defensive rebound. He looks down court, and guys aren't really running in the same spots that he's expecting them to be, or they're not looking when he's expecting them to look. So it kills. It was killing the transition game. So like you saw, the point guards were scanning a lot more. So Fred would run a pick and roll with JV. And he's taking like two or three extra seconds scanning the floor, trying to see what's going on, mm-hmm. and missing a uh, drive opportunity or missing an opportunity where it's like, yo, you're actually open for those two to three seconds. Maybe just pull that shot. Yeah. Right. 
and that's more chemistry based. Mm-hmm. And like with the first unit, you saw it because there was a lot of dribble heavy offense so far these first two games. Yeah, no, they're, they're winning games basically off talent right now. Like they beat the Celtics just purely off talent, which, by the way, <laughs> shout out the Celtics for having sixty-five win talent. <laughs> uh, well, yo, they could—they might have sixty-five win talents. Does the Raptors have a sixty-eight win talent? Oh, so really wow, matter. wow, yo, you got to relax. 68, 68 wins. Get, okay, you gotta, you gotta relax. I pulled that prediction out two games ago. Sixty two games ago, that was that only been two games. Yeah, done no man now I'll, wow. I'll up at the 70 at this point i'll be oh, real with you jesus christ 80 82 oh, yeah. is a possibility at this point i mean it's definitely possible right now um so yeah i mean uh, let's uh let's wrap up the pod so we, we got <laughs> yeah we, no, honestly we could probably talk about this game for like an hour um but seriously Kawhi, obviously number one star um surge shout out how hungry are you go watch this next how hungry are you and stop slandering surge he's been great as a center um as the second star, and then I don't know. You, you can decide. You want Kyle or Danny for for the third star? Uh, let's go Kyle because okay. you went full Chloe for like four, four minutes at the end of the game. Shout out. Um, and then yeah, in terms of the Gerald Henderson award, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's not a good candidate because I don't really feel like any of the Celtics played particularly above their level. I'll give it to well, Gordon Hayward, man. Yeah, Gordon Hayward. He was, yeah. a, you know, he he provided a bit of a spark off the bench in the second half. Yeah, something the team really needed a secondary score. He had a mm-hmm. he had a three and I think a mid range jumper. Wow, was nice. <laughs> that's 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 what you paid twenty five million for for sure. Um, uh, they hey, they could trade it for Kawhi too, but they didn't, right? So he's he's honestly Jonas Drebko with a better haircut, man. Yeah, bro, Mega Parsons. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Parsons on a better deal actually. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let me see what Parsons did today. 11 points. Wow, jeez, that guy's a scammer. <laughs> Yo, honestly, Parsons and Nick Batum are the two biggest scammers. Oh, that's man. That's not even close, dude. Joakim Noah is oh, the true. ultimate scammer of all time. That's like, true, we can't, that's true. We, I think he, what did he make? Uh, 72. Like, 72 mil. But he made like 5,000 a minute played or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it was like 500,000 per point or something like that. Because he that's literally true. only scored like maybe like 100 points. And, like, one of his best, like, his most notable Knicks highlight was that, like, free throw he shot where, like, he, <laughs> he like, spun it to the side of the basket. I'm like, yo, come on, man. Little children can oh, shoot free God. throws better than me. Anyway, Raptors, undefeated. Feels good, man. It feels good. It feels I, good. I do hope that our next national TV game is against, like, a good team and not some, like, bum-ass team. Mm. Uh, wow. Because I think we need to, I think, wow. like, right now the Raptors haven't been able to prove anything. They've got to beat, like, a real. Oh, like, that's right, yeah. A, like, a title contender. Yeah, and then like maybe they they'll prove something. Right now, you know, this is basically preseason extended mm. at this point. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this is a great game, man. It's a great feeling. I love the Raptors, man. Shout out Kawhi. Shout out Masai. Shout out Masai and Bobby for bringing Kawhi here. <sighs> oh man! Also, great open gym episode today. Yeah, seriously, good stuff. Shout out Jeff. Shout out. Shout out it, producer Jeff. One thing that's crazy. I'll just say this before. Yeah. So wrap. Uh. I think the first open gym episode that everybody vividly remembers is the one where we traded Rudy Gay away. Yeah, yeah. And they were now so we're emotional. At- <laughs> and then they became like a really good team. <laughs> and, now, and now we have this episode where mm. we're trading for Kawhi Leonard, who mm. is literally the greatest player in the NBA. Yeah, so far. I mean, like, uh, sure, he's, LeBron he's, didn't look that great a, yesterday. So, Like, if De- DeMar was like a, like a no-name brand Kobe... <laughs> And we traded him for like basically a robot MJ, which is pretty great. 
Like Kawhi is MJ with just without any of the fun parts, but he's dope, so who cares? I love yeah. him. He's Halal MJ. Halal MJ, B. <laughs> <laughs> All right, put that on the timeline. All right, I'm going to go. Put that on the timeline. <laughs> Follow us out on Twitter, at Lasers. To be honest, it might be a regrettable decision for you. Asad's very hit or miss, you know? He might open his curious cat and, like, flood your timeline, or he might give you a lot of basketball analysis. You never know. You never know. But follow Swar Lasers. All platforms. Yeah, all platforms. Do that. Yeah, there you go. All right, man. Thanks, buddy. All right. Be easy. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.